This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hello, fam. Thanks for joining for yet another episode, and today I'm excited about this one like I'm excited about every single one, but... This one I feel like is really going to resonate with a lot of folks, especially if you're just kind of getting out of the winter doldrums and really embracing spring and starting to ride your bike more and get to the gym more and your meal prepping more or whatever the hell it is for you, right? Whatever whatever makes you feel like you're firing on all cylinders. But sometimes I feel like with that added motivation and that added excitement for the new season and more sunlight and all this other stuff, sometimes we can also feel over overwhelmed AF. And the purpose of this podcast episode is to really help you manage how to win your week. And it's W-I-N, you know, W period, I I period, N period. I got all fancy and stuff. But that's because I want you to remember when you're looking at your week, I want you to constantly ask what's important now. That's the W-I-N in this whole equation on winning your week what's important now. I want you to always come back to that idea. All right. And the reason for that is I've been motivated as a lot of you know, I'm in this philosophy course. It's about 300 days long and it's been fantastic so far. Shout out to Brian Johnson with optimizeme.com or optimize, I guess, dot me. I don't even know. Uh, But I'm really enjoying the week that we're on. I think we're on week 18 or 19 of this program. And we're talking about, you know, carp, Carpe weekum. You've, you've heard of carpe diem, and that's when you're winning the day and seize the day. And oh, but what the what about your week? Like sometimes if you have a really shitty day, you're going to feel like, especially if you're a black and white thinker, like most people are. You're either on or off, or perfect or not, or imperfect or ruined, or failure or, or perfect. I don't know. Whatever it is for you. When people have that type of mentality. They think, and they and they miss a day, right? In the in the entire week, then they think that everything is just crap, and they have nothing else to do that entire week, and that's just not true. So I'm I'm here to help you manage winning your entire week. So if you have a, a shitty day or two, great, they're just bumps in the road. They are days for you to learn from, and for you to grow from, and then and then go from there. Now I am going to link in the show notes episode number ten. And the reason for that is because episode 10 is is going to be talking about getting more done by batching your time. If you are a busy individual or if you feel like, I don't know, sometimes at the end of the day, you're like, holy shit, I feel like I didn't get anything done. What the hell? You have got to consider batching your time. I do it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Not every day is quote unquote perfect with batching time. But batching your time and your priorities and your focus, you know, focus for the day is so crucial. So definitely check out episode episode 10. That was an earlier episode when I first started. Uh, So I kind of wonder if I sound awkward in that episode. But anyways, um, definitely check out episode 10. Again, I'll link it in the show notes. But basically, this entire concept of, of winning your week really comes down to identifying what's important for you now and what is truly important for you, period, with just your philosophy in life and what what your big rocks are. So this goes hand in hand with the concept of, of, of the big rocks theory, 
which of course popularized by Stephen Covey, as well as other folks who've used it, psychologists and things like that. Um, but they talk about the big rocks theory. And I think an example, I got, I read about this years ago, so I'm kind of going on my, on my memory here, which, you know, might not be perfect. Um, but imagine like, I think it was a philosophy or psychology professor in the, in the front of a class, he had a Mason jar and he was presenting to his, his entire class hey, I've got this mason jar, and it was full of these large rocks, right? And he asked them, hey, do you think that this mason jar is full? Predominantly, the, the, the students said, yeah, totally. It's, it's full, obviously. The rocks pretty much go to the top of this mason jar. You can see through it. Yeah, it, it's full. Okay, he, he pulls out a, a bag of gravel, <laughs> like a bag of like sand, and he starts pouring it into the mason jar. And of course it's sand, so it's it's smaller than these larger rocks. So it sneaks into all those little crevices and everything like that in between the rocks, and then it fills up, and he fills it up to the top of the mason jar. He asks the class again, hey, what about now? Do you think it's full? The class is like, oh yeah, definitely. It's even more full now, 100%. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then he takes this glass of water that was on his desk or whatever, and starts poured into that mason jar. Hey, water's fluid. It will go through every little nook and cranny and it fills up the mason jar. Awesome. All right, class, he asks, is the mason jar full now? And they're like, oh yeah, it's about as full as it can get. All right, and that was, that's kind of like a dusty and maybe rusty recollection of that story. But the reason I'm sharing that with you is because that story just really stuck with me, and it's a story that we're that we're learning about and remin- you know kind of uh, reflecting on right now in the philosophy course that I'm in. And man, it just brought back all of these memories of learning it the first time. And what the big rocks theory reflects is it's basically that popular story I told you about, and it's it's talking about and highlighting the importance of what's prioritizing. Uh, the importance of prioritizing things in your life that are incredibly important to you. And, you know, it's, it's one of those situations where just to let you know what these things mean, the big rocks and all of that, the big rocks basically represent the, the overarching activities, the big activities that, that are important to you that are most important and are your priorities in your life. The gravel, the smaller gravel, that's all of the other things that fill up the life. And that can include like, you know, pesky emails or phone calls and chores and errands and things like that. And all of the even worse crap, (laughs) and I don't want to say worse, that's kind of pessimistic, but you know what I mean. Kind of non-important stuff, right? Would be the water. And before you know it, if you were to take out the rocks and the sand and the water in this jar, right? And you were then to try to fill up the jar by putting the same water in first. And then you put the gravel in. And then you try to put the, the big rocks in. Guess what? If you save those big rocks, those most important things for you, as last, you're not going to have any damn room. It's just not going to fit because, I mean, hell, even the gravel's going to have a hard time fitting because the water is filling up the mason jar. 
and then you're not able to put enough, enough you're barely going to be able to put any, any, any uh, gravel in there. And I think even in his example, he might not have even added the water, but I wanted to add the water because I had a client ask, well, what about if you add a water? And I guess that always stuck to me like years ago. I was one of my first clients. And uh, of course, my first thought was, oh, I love you for presenting that challenge and that, you know, kind of twist in thinking. But it's possible. Like, let's just go ahead and add the damn water, right? Uh, it's a rainy day. Let's add it. So hopefully this makes you realize that you, you want to always put the big rocks in first. All right. You always want to put your priorities first. So you need, and, and you really must, and you should, if you listen to episode 70, please listen to that because that's kind of my little tongue in cheek way of saying that it's incredibly, incredibly important to reflect on asking yourself what's important now. And what's important to you now can change moment to moment, day to day, week to week, year to year. So be flexible. Be that. Be fluid like the water that you just put in the mason jar, okay, <laughs> when you're thinking about it. So this whole concept of what's important now, it really helps you show up as your best and most present self for your family, your work, and your love or relationships in life. And what I want you to do, there's going to be a few steps. Uh, I think it's like four steps overall. In, in factoring in, you know, figuring out how to win your week. And the first step is to identify what are the big rocks that are important to you. All right. Workouts. Is it family time? Uh, whatever the heck it is, deep working blocks for work. And how this philosophy course that I'm in breaks out your life is... In categories of family, you know, or uh, excuse me, um, work, and then of course your uh, family, your love, your relationships. So I want you to really think about those things, like in those, in those buckets for your energy, work, and love. Okay, energy is pretty much what helps fuel you day in and day out. That's in essence your energy in your day. So what gives you energy in that day? For me, 100% sleep. If I get a night of crappy sleep, I am kind of a useless human the next day. feel like a zombie. So that's really important to me. My workouts are also important to me. Fueling properly is important to me. Staying hydrated is important to me. These things help with my energy. It also helps with uh, my focus. Now, the next bucket is work, and that's literally what I do for a living. What is my work in my day in and day out? What are things that are important to my work? For me, it's always to kind of to try to focus actually on myself first instead of my work first in the morning. So I try not to open up email and messages in the apps that I use for coaching first thing because then I'm then someone else's emergency and, and I love all my clients dearly, but then their emergency is my priority when my priority actually needs to be myself in the morning. Because then I am a better coach and a better human, a better wife, better partner, all of that because I'm taking care of myself first, right? I'm prioritizing myself. I'm the big rock, right? I'm making myself the big rock. So with work, you know, what are some big rocks for you when it comes to your work? Think about that. For me, it's always setting up some time blocks and putting myself first, not checking work email and messages first. Uh, And then I go from there. And then the third category is love. And 
that relates to your relationships, you know, whether it's with a partner or a friend or family, whatever is important for you, but that the societal or, or social aspect of your life, that's going to be incredibly important. And that is categorized with, with love. Now, all this said and done, you're thinking about those three categories, right? Those three silos, energy, work, and love. And I don't even really want to call them silos because they do go hand in hand. But when you're looking at that, the first step in this whole winning your week process is to figure out what the hell are your big rocks for these things, for energy, work, and love. And what are these priority priorities basically throughout the week? You know, and of, of course they can change week to week, day to day, things like that. But we have to know what really works for us, okay? What are the foods that impact you, that make you feel really good? What are the foods that make you feel like crap? And maybe you should avoid or, or at least eat less of, you know? I'm not real big on avoiding something unless you're allergic or sensitive to it, of course, or if it makes you feel like crap. Um, but yeah, first step, the biggest step, what are the big rocks that you want to put into that mess, into that mason jar? that are that are most important to you and then yeah schedule them uh, you know put them into your calendar those are the first things you need to go ahead and put in your calendar again workouts family time maybe some deep working blocks again check out episode 10 i'm telling you batching your time it will change your freaking life second step in winning your week is then uh, scheduling in some weekly and daily habits so things like a digital sabbatical or maybe doing some meal prep or connecting with family and friends, you know, whatever is maybe a sub-priority, all right? So you've already got your big rocks. Now you need to figure out what's the gravel. What's the gravel that you need to put into that mason jar? And that's going to be your second your second step is scheduling kind of like these other blocks of time for other things that aren't necessarily your biggest rocks, but they're still important, you know? For me, I, I usually check my email a couple times a day and I don't I don't answer my email throughout the day. Because that is distracting me from creating. Now, I, I can 100% notice a difference on days that I do reply to an email right after I get sent one. And it's always a mistake, you know, um, because then I go down this this black hole of then pinging back and forth with someone. Um, and then I'm spending an enormous amount of time on one conversation when really I have I have so many other things that maybe would benefit from my attention, you know, and, and would impact more people. And it would also help set some boundaries too. So reflect on what's important to you when it comes to your energy work and love, and then decide what what things are important to you and what's important for you to accomplish that week. Schedule it in, get those time blocks going, and that will get you off onto a fantastic foot to win your week. All right. Now, third step in all of this winning your week is basically to, to, to recruit a team. Sure. If you're an individual type of person and you love doing things on your, on your own and you feel like you can never do anything in a group project, I get it, but you know what? You're going to be so much more successful if you have a team in your corner. So gain some support of some friends and family or loved ones who are in your life, who would help you accomplish your goals and big rocks for the week. All right. I, first of all, identify who, who are those people in your life who can support you and help you build accountability. All right. So find those accountability buddies, right. 
Uh, shout out to my friend Danielle who who did that that accountability buddy term like years ago. Um, but it's true. You want an accountability buddy, and they are going to be so important for making sure that you're successful or as successful as you possibly can be. They're just going to empower you. All right. So think about who who those people are. Reach out to them. But then also before you reach out to them, I, I kind of jumped ahead here. Before you reach out to them, I want you to ask yourself how how can they help you? Because <laughs> you, in order for you to ask for adequate help, you have to know how that person needs to help you or, 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 or may help you, okay? Because that's going to be a beneficial conversation to have is letting them know, hey, I could really benefit from if you were to do this, if you, maybe we text at noon every day, or maybe at the end of the workday, we touch base, or maybe once a week, we touch base, whatever it is for you, whatever works for you. Okay. So ask yourself how you can maybe get some help from these folks. And then, um, yeah, reflect on how they can support you and then reach out to them and ask for their support get them involved. I mean, bonus points if it is someone who's really close to you or if it's a roommate or a lover or partner or whatever it is for you, especially someone that you can interact with more regularly because I feel like that more regular interaction will be really beneficial for the overall success of your your little adventure here with winning your week. Now, the fourth and final step here is to identify potential obstacles and and how you might overcome them because there's always going to be obstacles because you know let's say late work meetings i don't know uh what's another one that's been really popular with clients lately um oh oh uh kids sports games especially after work because oh my goodness you all have woken up in the morning you got your kids you rallied them to get to school or wherever they're going and then you have work yourself usually. So maybe you're going into the office. Maybe you're working from home. A lot of my folks are working from hospitals and clinics and things like that. So damn, you've got like a big day ahead of you where you're making the money to support them. And then afterwards, they have sports on top of it all. So you have to go and pick them up and play Uber parent and or, you know, Lyft parent, whatever your preference is. And yeah, you get to, you get to take them to a sports game. And then you're there for like two to three hours. So that's a long day. So that's a potential obstacle. And this is nothing against kids sports. I want kids to play the hell out of some sports because I didn't really have that opportunity growing up, which is pretty unfortunate, uh, especially since I really had some good potential with, with sprinting and things like that. But it's incredibly important. So definitely keep your kids in sports, please, especially if they love it. But that is a potential obstacle to you and your goals. So if you have a late work meeting and you've got some kids sports games, or maybe you have a sick dog or a sick parent, or maybe you're sick as well, or whatever it may be for you, those are potential obstacles. Okay. So identify what potential obstacles you might encounter and then how you might overcome them. You know, try to think of some, some ideas to get around them. But, but I want you to plan for things to pop up because things get life, lifey, as I like to say it. All right. And I want you to just be as prepared as possible. And then after your week is done, I want you to reflect. So the fifth and final step is to reflect. And I'm actually, I didn't even have this on my notes. I am just winging this one. But it dawned on me that, hey, we have to reflect on how the week went and what the successes were and what the obstacles were. What were some things that maybe you could have changed the outcome on? 
you know, what were you wishing to happen? Oops, I got really excited and just punched the the microphone. I apologize. Uh, But what were some things that maybe you were wishing to happen and they didn't necessarily happen? And what was the, the outcome? And then think about the obstacles that were in play and then plan differently for the week ahead the next week. All right. Cause that is how you win your week. You have to keep asking what's important. Now get those big rocks dialed, identify the hell out of those big rocks, get them scheduled in first, put you first, prioritize you. I know your, your family is incredibly important as well. And if that's important and that's one of your big rocks, great schedule that in schedule in the kids games schedule in whatever is important for you schedule in your date date days with your kiddos or your or your partner or your friend whatever it is for you if it's important to you i want you to put the big rocks first and then schedule it in and then get some support get some accountability buddies that's the third step identify fourth identify potential obstacles and how you're going to overcome them what might happen and then fifth and final reflect that friends is how you win your week and i hope you got some good information that you can take forward into your week ahead hey it's monday when these podcast episodes drop so maybe on monday when you're listening to this or later in the week drop drop whatever you're doing you still have the rest of the week to figure out what you want to prioritize so just start practicing and again if you learned anything from the previous episode when i talked about in episode 70 how you need to practice how you're talking to yourself and you need to practice how you're identifying all this stuff and whatever practice is what builds confidence and practice is what builds success in whatever you decide to do whether it's bike skills talking to yourself how you talk to yourself I, whatever it is, you know, winning your week, practice the hell out of it, reflect it, practice it, go forward and do it. All right. So if this episode was helpful, please do share it on social media with your friends and tag me when you do it. That way I can see. And I do have a couple of spots open. Uh, I might potentially have one of those spots open for one-on-one coaching, health coaching, as well as programming. If you're interested in some fitness and strength programming, especially if you're a mountain biker, yeah, reach out to me. There's an application in the link in the show notes. That way we can figure out, hey, are we good fit? Is this what you need in order to really conquer those obstacles like a champ? Hey, let's find out. Let's get on the phone and figure this out. Okay. Anyways, I love you all. And I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful week and a a hell of a week that you're going to win. Remember, keep reflecting on what's important now. What are your big rocks? On that note, I will see you next week and I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye.